Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water, do you believe? We have a great show for you guys today. We are going to give you our top 15 favorite sports movies. Just in order, we're going to rip them top to the bottom, and this is our opinion. So if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. But also hit us up and let us know what you think. So without further ado, here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Fake 23 blast with a backside George reverse. You got that? Fake 23 blast with a backside George reverse like your life depends upon it. Let's go. Pain heels. Chase Stars. Glory. Last forever. Chaz Michael Michaels, an ice devouring sex tornado, spawned in the hellfires of Motown. Yo, Remember, kid, there's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Follow your heart, kid. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws, cause they free. Sold 161 coming hotter at you guys. Then sold 160, and I'm flanked on my left by defensive coordinator Alex Toss Me the Rock Tassopolis. Unfortunately, Nikki Snacks Kreider cannot be in the studio today. He's at the movies, so it's mm-hmm. it's interesting that we're doing this it's show. Ironic. To, it's ironic. It's yeah. ironic. Um, basically, what's happening isn't is isn't it ironic? Nikki is going home for a wedding, and he really hasn't gotten a chance to see the new Aladdin movie, and he just won't, it, no one can go see it with him. And he's got his flight tonight, and the only chance he could go see this movie before it's ruined and spoiled for him is is today. So he mm-hmm. had to go see Aladdin. And he's honestly, a huge fan of the the animated exactly. Aladdin. Exactly, and yeah. he we, he doesn't know he's a big Will Smith fan too. So this is something he really had to go oh, yeah. and do. But he sent us in his list. And what are these lists we're speaking of? That's right. Toss and I are going to give you our top fifteen favorite sports movies today, and this is our opinion. All right, this isn't like a general list, like you have, you know, it's not the, the but Bible. our opinion is fact. Our opinion is fact, but it's not like the Bible or the Ten Commandments where not. it's like set in stone. No, um, but this is our list, and a couple exemptions from the list that we should let you guys know. Uh, we you, you can so like for Rocky, let's say if hypothetically that's on your list, Rocky is not all encompassing. You have to select one of the Rockies to be on your list. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a thing. Like or the Mighty Ducks, like you can't just do like the all encompassing, right? Not like know, the, the the movie the, franchise. The franchise. Yeah, there's no franchise. Franchising. It's one movie. You pick it, and, and you lie in your bed. Okay. Also, no, uh, no Jackie Chan movies count. Like you can't count Rush Hour, even though because right. it's all stunts and karate, and it is a, technically a sports movie. But we're not counting those. And then we're also doing. It's a movie. buddy cop. It's a buddy. It's cop a buddy movie. cop. Yeah, it's like yeah. a toss up. So we're kind of giving it to the buddy cop because they need some more in their category. Something like you know Star Wars One: The Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. There is a pod race in there. Anakin wins it, in case you haven't seen it. But like, yeah. that's not what the movie's about. Same thing with Goblet of Fire, Harry Potter 4, right. where there's a Quidditch match at the beginning. And Toss and I had discussed this, that Victor Crumb is a top 50 fictional sports character. I, athlete maybe. of all time. Probably. Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. he's, I mean, the, he's the best seeker ever. Ever. So like, right. how can you not? It's probably the hardest position in sports, fictional and non-fictional, is seeker. Because I, I don't know how you can do it without glasses. Do you think you would be good? What would your position be in Quidditch? Um, I would be one of the guys. I'm Are you a you beater. Know. I think you're a beater. No, I don't think no? I'm a beater. I think I'm I'm a goalkeeper. Oh, that's the toughest job there is. I know. Also, like kind of irrelevant because it's kind of, Weasley does it. I'm like it's a Ron Weasley job, and I feel like I'm I'm icy kind of the sidekick. The, you like, know, I agree with I that. I mean, you know how I am as an athlete. I'm pretty icy in the veins. So I, I'm good at being under pressure, seeking something. You've got surprisingly good hands, I will say. My hands aren't bad. It's just I'm not a good shooter in basketball. And not really, afraid to sacrifice your body either no, for the ball? Absolutely not. I mean, thank you. I mean, finally, I'm getting some, like, the credit I deserve in, mm-hmm. in the sports realm. It just, you know, I, well, we're talking about a fictional sport, so yeah, absolutely. I think I would be a fine goalkeeper in Quidditch, but Victor Crumb, we're not I think. What do you think I'd be? 
I think you, I'd be a seeker. I think you'd probably be a seeker too. Yeah. Hand eye is really good. I would yeah. feel comfortable with you as my seeker. Yeah. Um, and I would feel comfortable with like Nick as like a as a beater. A beater. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be good. He could he, he could swing that bat for he sure. Do, he, Send the bludgeon out of flying. Can do a lot of things. Sure. I think you could be a seeker, and that's probably it. Maybe a chaser. The, the attack guys. Yeah, he could do. He's we know a lot about Quidditch, by we the way. We do a lot about Quidditch, honestly. We, we could do, do a Quidditch sode. We could do a Quidditch sode. I mean, I don't know who. Maybe yeah. you never know. We well, once Danny Radcliffe gets on the show, then we'll we'll talk to him about Quidditch. God, his people are being ruthless to us. Yeah, like that guy, that agent. I, I, we don't have a trailer for this guy. What do you want? It's like a two-hour ordeal. No offense, I love Radcliffe. You know, whatever. We'll get. We'll make it happen. But any Hoosers, our top fifteen movies, sports movies of all time. I think we're just gonna jump right into it. We're gonna give you Nick's list at the end of the show. Yeah, we'll give you ours because we have to include him. Obviously, we love Nicky Stacks Crider. And then we'll. He's all, got a great list too. He's got a really good list. It's it's way different from both of ours, honestly. And we'll also talk a little NBA Finals at the end, right? Because I think it's only fair. We can't exclude that from the show. Absolutely. All right. So without further ado, Toss, what's your favorite sports movie of all time? My favorite sports movie of all time is Remember the Titans. Damn. That is mine too. It's honestly though. It, that's why we're friends. That's why we're friends. I think it's I think it's my second favorite movie in general of all time. Behind The Departed. I have a hard time separating or I have a hard time like putting sports movies in the same topic of like th- movies that I think are really great. Because they're halfway between sport and movie. Exactly. So it's like a it's a category of its own mm-hmm. a league of their own it's a totally different experience for me yeah yeah that was great <laughs> thank good you point, good pun right there um but remember the titans is like the clear number one for me it's it's amazing it has everything you want it has controversy it has clash it has like set when bertier goes down i've listen, I've, I've truthfully i used to watch remember the titans Every day during finals, I only took finals in college my freshman year and sophomore year. So four semesters of finals. I didn't have finals in junior year and senior year. But every day during finals week, start to finish, I would watch Remember the Titans. Is there anything that pumps you up more than that? Nothing. Nothing. No. Nothing. No, like nothing. I, I could watch that movie and put, when Sunshine comes in and flips that guy, when he like tells Louis Last to let him through and mm-hmm. flips that guy, I could literally, I, you know, I've been using this phrase a lot, put my head through a wall. Sunshine. Like when he just, he's so, fuck, he's so smooth. Kip Pardue. Yeah, Kip yeah. Pardue. He's so smooth, man. I mean, the whole team, PD, like you get the cast is amazing. Amazing cast. Gosling, Gosling. when he's really young. When Hayden he, Panettiere. Yeah. Yeah. Cheryl Yost, yeah, Yost's he, daughter. Yeah, she's great in the movie. I mean, you know, the whole thing when he gives the speech about his 12 brothers and sisters, like, I'm like, damn, dude, that's why you're that's why you're Coach Herman Boone. And how many did he actually have? Eight. Eight, yeah. Eight, yeah, yeah. like eight. eight 12, 12 sounds better. That's like one of the best lines of the movie. I mean, I, we've, t- we've talked about on the show before that we want to do a charity event where if we raise like $25,000, either partnered with, somebody from Remember, partnered with somebody from Remember the Titans or in the sense that we could raise twenty five k for in like a, a school that needs it out here in mm-hmm. Los Angeles for their football mm-hmm. team, I will get on my thigh the last play ran and remember the Titans to win the game. Big 23 blast, blast with a backside George reverse. Like your life depended on it. Yeah. I mean, easily that's like, I will get that. The, the saying, including the life you like, the like your life. I can't make that on. pitch coach. You can. Thanks. You can make the pitch. Um, so that's my number one and that's your number one. Mm-hmm. We'll just jump right in. What's your number two? My number two is miracle. Miracle, miracle on ice story. Miracle. 1980 miracle. Okay. Mine's Rocky. Why do you have miracle so high? Miracle, honestly, I mean, it's kind of a 1A, 1B situation for me. Really? You like it that much? That movie is amazing. Well, we were talking about the best sports speech of all time I that know. Kurt Russell delivers yeah. as Herb Brooks. Um, and it's just, you know, we're not looking for the, the best players, Craig. We're looking for the right ones. It's oh, just, you know, God. it's bringing a team together in the same way that Remember the Titans is, you know, pulling from these two different um, races and then bringing the best team together out of the two of them. It, it's getting a bunch of college guys you know, from Minnesota and Boston and, and putting them together to, to do it for the United States. Exactly. The fact that it, the stakes are so high because it's the Olympics and against Russia, who's like this powerhouse. That's why I think that movie means so much to me. And sometimes like, you know, speaking in the event itself, like, you know, like these aren't the best players in the world. Like these guys, some of these guys, like I think one of them, I think Jimmy Craig's the only one that went on to play in the NHL. I could be wrong. Like you can fact check me on that, obviously, but he's the one that only went to have like a successful career in the NHL. Yeah. Like, also, everyone else didn't... like the departed, Throw any throw a bunch of Boston accents in there, and I'm in. Yeah, throw I'm so in Boston. Jack the, O'Callaghan, the, the, the town. Rob McClanahan. Yeah, I'm so down for all that. Like a bunch of Irish dudes hitting each other. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like how you win an Olympic gold medal in hockey. You get a bunch of angry 
Irish dudes who love to skate and fight and 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 do it for their country. Yeah, that's the no one does it for the country like guys from Boston. And honestly, guys from Minnesota, those guys are loose cannons. Oh yeah. Have you ever met someone from Minnesota? It's so cold there. You have to be crazy to live in Minnesota. Exactly. That's be, what, that's you have to be so crazy. That's all I need to know. These guys are loose cannons. I think one of the saddest sports moments of all time might be Ralph Cox's story. Yeah. The guy that gets cut from the team. So sad. Oh my god, dude! Like yeah. what the fuck? Made me that made me they had to. It's a numbers thing, man. That made me mad. My number two is Rocky because are you taught like that? This was like classic. This was my sports movie growing up. Like, I was forced, like, I didn't want to sit down and watch this movie. I wasn't into it. I was like five or six, you know. I'm like, that's like a young age to watch Rocky Mm -hmm. or watch, you know, any movie that's not a cartoon and really try to grasp it. But this made me really, this made me fall in love with my first, my second sport. My first sport was baseball. My second sport I actually fell in love with was boxing. I named my first dog Joe Frazier. Really? Yeah, after the boxer. That was his name, which is hindsight 2020. I didn't really know much about him, the boxer. And <laughs> but I think it says something that you didn't just name him Rocky. Yeah. Because you yeah, could have just died. watched Rocky like, no, I got like most, yeah, yeah, most yeah. kids do. I got but you, involved. Yeah, yeah, you like boxing. And then we named him after that. And then, and, But the Rocky thing got me so fixated on boxing and got me so into like, you know movies in general and the performance of Sly in that movie. He wrote it, directed it, and, and, then, everyone was, and then he wrote it, and then he was taking it around town, and then he wanted to be Rocky, and everyone's like, nah, you can't do this. And he's like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm either Rocky or we're not doing this movie. And then Carl Weathers, dude, and the Mickey, you know, and Paul, and hey, yo, Adrian, you know, like, and that's like the second one. Like, you know, right. it's like the, the first one, it's like the emotional, and you're on this emotional roller coaster, and he comes back and you think he's going to win, and you think he's beaten Carl Weathers, you know, a.k.a. Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed. Who, in my mind, is a top 10, maybe top five fictional athlete oh, of all time. most definitely. Most definitely. Maybe top three, right? And Rocky comes in. And just and you think he's gonna win, and then they and they, boom, dr- and they, and drop, they, they draw, and they draw. No, they beat, oh he beat he wins by decision. Yeah, he wins he, by decision. Yeah, Creed wins yeah, by yeah. decision. That's yeah. right. Fuck, that was heavy though. But he drops Creed, and it's like a big thing. And he really takes him to the end. That's a great and movie. It's a great movie. It's and I mean, really the training movie. montage you can't beat that. And I wish I like, the tiger second to none. I w- I like wish I sometimes had someone like Mickey, like on me all day like wake i wake up out of my bed and mickey's like in my room like disgusting and greasy like eating the shells of peanuts like spitting them everywhere and like he's like kind of he's like kind of wearing a yarmulke or it's like a little weird hat like i don't even know i think it's a beanie it's a beanie yarmulke like i don't even know he kind of look like mickey right now honestly i kind of do like like mickey rock you know (laughs) (laughs) he's like got like a he's got like a hearing aid in but kind of like nowadays look like he's got half a headphone in the guy was like a complete mess but i love he got the best out of Rocky and listen I know not for nothing I'm in like fine shape I would be like in like killer shape if I had Mickey in my life so I, you always want a guy like that I mean Sly was yoked yeah, yeah put, talk about putting your head through a wall and the wall getting hurt <coughs> yeah your head. yeah okay All right. number three who you got Josh oh dude bad news bears this is like this. not the new one, not the no, Billy Bob but, Thornton. No, version. I'm not a crackhead. Not the not the new one. I mean, like, to, if, if, and if anyone says, by the way, that the new Bad News Bears, no offense, Billy Bob Thornton, great actor. If anyone says the new Bad News Bears is better than the old one, I I want come over, fight fight me, like literally sit down and fight me. Like, well, not sit down, stand up and, you know, fight me. I get, that's <laughs> sit, rid- sit down and fight. That's ridiculous. I mean, I, first of all, <laughs> Walter Matthau was amazing. As Buttermaker, he's a drunk, he's a pool cleaner. This guy's got nothing going. He takes a bunch of schlubs. And Kelly Leak, by the way, talking fictional sports character, Kelly Leak is the real-life Pablo Sanchez, in my in my opinion, IML, you know? He's fantastic. Pablo Sanchez is another great fictional baseball player. Absolutely. And they the just get, weapon. Ahmed's great. You know, Kelly Leak's a beast. Engelberg was disgusting and like just gross. And like he was just. You can't not have a character that has Berg on his last name. Yeah. And he's on like a young sports Goldberg. team. Like he was like, he's just like a beefy beefcake catcher who just spanked the ball. <laughs> and that's the way that game ended. You think they're going to win again, but they lose in the last second. But you know, it's all, all glory and all yips because they just celebrate and party. I mean, that whole, the whole story and like, it's funny and then there's emotion behind it. And when that guy hits his kid, that was fucked. And you're like, you know what? Fuck the Yankees even harder. Fuck the Yankees. Because they're the Yankees, obviously. And of course. The Yankee ended the bad news, beating up on the bad news bears. And they, it's just, I'm all about that movie. Number three for you? My number three is Moneyball. Really? Yes. What? That is, wow. For you? Yeah. Moneyball's your third favorite movie. I love movie. Moneyball. I love Moneyball, too. But that's, 
I'm a baseball. You're not even that big of a baseball fan. Well, you don't know that. I know you. You are. But I'm saying comparatively to me. Now I'm not as much. But, but when, when I was a, when I was a kid, like in 2011, I was when the movie came I was out. a stats junkie. I knew all the players because I used to play 1999 Ken Griffey baseball Great on my game. Nintendo 64, and uh, I knew every single player on that on every single team. I probably know still a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, you know, my favorite player back in the day besides Ken Griffey was Mark McLemore, the doctor of defense, who was okay. a second baseman shortstop for the Texas Rangers. But It's a weird favorite player, but fine. I, I just liked his nickname, honestly. Doctor of defense? That's um, a great nickname. Yeah, for sure. But Moneyball is just an amazing movie. Um, you know, you've got Brad Pitt as Billy Bean, the story of a guy who couldn't do it because he came out too early. Yeah. And then he comes back and he, he brings in the stat junkie, mm-hmm. uh, Jonah Hill. He, pulls him from the Indians. What team does he grab Indians, him from? Indians. From the Indians. Um, and then they just clean house. Yeah, they, they bring clean house like, to get rid of all these guys. They bring, I mean, Chris Pratt as Scott Hatterberg. Kind uh, of a Yeah, that's like a, I always forget Chris Pratt's in that fucking movie. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And you have like Kevin Euclid, they, they they find him, you know. They trade away Giambi. Yeah, well he Giambi Light leaves in free agency they, the Yankees. That's right. they but then they bring Jer or they bring uh yeah, Jeremy Giambi on the team. Mm-hmm. They bring in Jeremy Giambi. They bring in David Justice from the Braves. They get him in the in there, and they get Tahada. Who's yeah. the Who's the um the pitcher? Chavez. Chad Bradford. They bring yeah. in. Yep. Yeah, they just bring in like a bunch of random dudes, like guys off the sh- literally some of them are off the like Hatterberg was a kind of yeah. off the street. I think it's just I mean it's a fantastic movie. Um, it's really well written. It's yeah. also just like it's a good movie. You're like flipping sports up on side of its head. Yeah, because it's, they're it, doing it totally different, and baseball is such a like. It's such a legacy sport mm-hmm. that, like them doing it differently, I don't know. It kind of spoke to me. Well, it's 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 like changed the game of baseball. Yeah, like baseball is viewed so much differently. I mean, Billy Bean has like stats, like named like the Bean Count. You know, like they right. really their stats named after Billy Bean. And it, and it's like the way on base percentage is now viewed in baseball mm-hmm. is because of that movie. The book is great too. I think that's one of the one of the cool things about the sport is how analytical it is. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's like why it's my favorite sport. Cause right. I'm a huge stat guy. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a good one. I mean, it's that, I definitely have it. It's Spoiler up there. Alert. It's up there really high for me because it's such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Number four, who you got? The replacements oh, with man. Keanu Reeves. All right, here we go. <laughs> this is about to get ridiculous. Why? No, I'm just. Uh, I think Shane Falco is the talk about fictional sports heroes. He's the number one on the list. What? Pain that, heals, chicks dick scars, scars. Glory, glory lasts, lasts forever. forever. I understand. There is there is no better quote than that. Gene Hackman again. You know he's a sports hero kind of guy. He's in Hoosiers as well. I feel like that's on your list. I'm not sure though. Hoosiers? Yeah. Hoosiers is is my number four. Is my number four. No way. Yeah. Oh. Right, Hoosiers is great. Okay, so number four is our Gene Hackman thing. That's yeah. what we got going on. Yeah, but there's a difference between the replacements and Hoosiers. Well, I mean, yeah, but the, the also just like, like a good movie. Okay, but I like love it. there's like the dancers and the slow mo that they like distract the other team. That's great. You've got the British kicker who's like super in debt with like the mob. All these different storylines going on. I'm just I'm all about the unsung heroes, man. Yeah, sure. Like if the replacements is like a good movie. It's probably like my top thirty, but like top five. I think Keanu just speaks to me. All right, like, he, he, he didn't, it seems like he doesn't speak to many people, so he must be one of the lucky ones. You've, <laughs> you've also got the uh, the deaf uh, receiver who catches the ball at the very end. Yeah, for the touchdown. I'm, I'm about the deaf people. Who's also um, he's Roy from The Office. Yeah. You also got John Favreau. It's just a stacked cast. John Favreau's like the cop who plays linebacker, who's like a psycho. Yeah, I mean, like, the, that's why I like. I mean, like outside of ha- I mean Hackman, like Dennis Hopper, first of all, and Hoosiers. The moment when like Hackman gets ejected, and Shooter Flash has to take over the game, right? And he leads him to victory. And then the moment—that's what makes him. I love Gene Hackman in the movie. He's amazing, obviously. I love you know Jimmy Chitwood, who again is just a complete beast. I mean, it's based off a real thing. But Dennis Hopper in the movie as Shooter Flash when he's in the hospital and he's like jumping around. I mean, that was like, I, that's like when I, I, that was a great performance. I fell in love with that movie. And it's like the movie, like you, it's like a dad, pa and son movie kind of deal. You know, mm-hmm. like I'll watch that with my kid. If he's a guy, even if it's a girl, fuck it. You know, I'm going to say, Oh my, if I, I can have like 10 daughters, you know, all sitting down and we're watching Hoosiers and they're going to learn. They're going <laughs> to learn the game of basketball. Well, they're not going to, so, y'all going to learn. You know, you know what my beef with Hoosiers is? Please tell me the on court play is not that great. It's because it's different from the game today. There's not even a three-point line. 
the on court the on court play is fine. In com- in comparison, the on court play in Coach Carter is fantastic. It's a different style of game. It's a it's not well, a, it's that's a what style I of game. I want to see the I want to see the modern play. All right, fine. Sue me. Number five, who you got? <laughs> I got the Sandlot. I'm, I mean, we're looking at a picture of Squints with Wendy Peppercorn yeah, uh, on a canvas in the, in the studio. And I mean, that's just, it's a classic. When I was a kid, that was like my favorite movie to watch with my cousins. We watched it on repeat. It's just, I mean, you got Benny the Jet, Steals Home, mm, Benny, Smalls, the Jet, Benny the Jet or Kelly Leak. I mean, that's going to be a poll tomorrow, but who do you, who do you think? Benny the Jet, he stole home. Just because he stole home? That's like the most legendary thing you I can mean, do yeah, in baseball. Not, what do you want from Kelly? No, it's not. It's not the most legendary. What's the most thing? legendary thing you can do in baseball? Uh, hit for a cycle, throw a perfect game, steal home. We're playing backyard baseball, dude. No one does that. Dude, if someone steals home, I go sick. I'm like a shocker. These like, kids didn't it. even know what the cycle was, man. They were just having a good time in their summer playing baseball, he, you know, they, but eating he stole, watermelon, he stole, chew and chew, throwing stole. up from chew and chew. Yeah, first of all, like that's why that's honestly like, I mean, you're calling me crazy. I have the Sandlot obviously on this list because you know it's one of my favorite movies of all Amazing. time. Amazing. And the, but like I dropped it a little bit because these guys can't handle their dip. I mean, come on, dude. Like that's like why I dropped it like a, a slot or two. But and realistically, he stole home when he's in the major leagues, by the way. I know. And so, Smalls is on the mic. Smalls, that's like the best. That's so cool. The, the the full circle of that movie is just absolutely fantastic, and the whole like cast is great. They're great, and they're all just like no name kids. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. Ham. Yeah, they're yeah. Ham. They're, they're, yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah, the nicknames are great. Ham is the greatest when he's talking to the other player about his sister in center field or whatever. Is Wendy Peppercorn <laughs> hotter than the chick from the movie we watched the other night, Girl Next Door? No. Elisha Cuthbert, she's so hot. Yeah, it's but it's close. She'll give it's her really close, but it's also like, you know, we all had that girl who worked at the local pool, right, who was the lifeguard, and you're just like smitten over her because she's just Retweet that. Babe. Absolutely, dude. I, I, I don't even like the, the pool. white. The, the white disgusting. When you the white go. glasses that she's rocking. Yeah, oh, like those you're, sunglasses. You're sitting there like she's like seventeen, and you're like, you're like an eleven year old. Be like, you know, you think you have a chance. Look, like, you know the movie's iconic when it's like consistently one of the most worn Halloween costumes every single year. Squints and Wendy Peppercorn. True. Wait, really? Absolutely. I've never seen that. It's a big time couple costume. I need a pepper. Miguel in the studio. The intern is uh, shaking his head no right now. Well, guess but he's probably going to go with his girlfriend as Wendy Peppercorn in Squints next year. We'll make that happen somehow, some way. Uh, <laughs> um, number, that was your number five? Yeah. Number five, I have Miracle at that point. Okay. Do, uh, my favorite Miracle moment. I'm just glad it's in the top five for you. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, like, I do the speech. I did the speech in public. I think mm-hmm. we'll post that video again this week. Yeah, let's repost that. It's been a minute for that one. Um, but... <laughs> I, I mean, like when you know what when Michael Ruzioni, you know, when he yells that out, he was the keys. They're like on the line. These guys are throwing up, throwing up. Yeah. After the game where they've tied the Norwegian national mm-hmm. team, mm-hmm. despicable. Despicable. Yeah. How can you do that? And then the he and, and coach and he and he brings him in and he, and he makes and he makes him go to work. I know how hard to push him, Craig. Yeah, I know how hard to push the him. The whole the cast is great. I mean, you know, who, who what's that? Yeah, I know so many movie quotes. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you do know Herb Brooks is just the biggest beast, you know. I mean, and then Jim Craig when he's doing the tennis ball thing on the wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, that I movie, tried to do that. It's so hard. So hard. Yeah. So I difficult. mean, we could go on and on about that movie, but it's a great one. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, who's your six? My six. I got Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. The movie. The movie. The movie. The, of the, course. Yeah, the TV, TV show is fantastic. TV show is great. Love. It's one of my favorite TV shows. But the movie, I I actually like the movie more. Talk about Billy Bob Thornton. Do you? Yeah. I'm. Against you there. I'm against the grain, I think, because I like the TV show better. It's close. It's just really close. Yeah. I mean, Coach Gary Gaines, though. Who's great. He's, like, second to Herman. He's, like, no, not Herb Brooks, Herm, you know, Coach Herman Boone. Mm-hmm. Coach Gary Gaines is right there. Okay. But, like, Booby Miles. If you want to wimp a booby in. Oh, my God. Talk about, like, what could have been, you know. Winchell's great. Billingsley. Billingsley. Billingsley pops his shoulder back in the end of that game. It's just mm. fantastic. Ruthless. Yeah, I love that one. I, I I watch that one at least once every five months, six months. Wow, which, which is a lot. Which I think is probably more than your top five. Those movies are like ones that you watch every now and then because they're that like you know them like the back of your head. I have seen Friday Night Lights more than I've seen Miracle and more than I've seen Hoosiers, for sure. Okay, for sure, I could say that. Who's your number six? Sticking with the uh, the youthful baseball days, Rookie of the Year. Oh my God. What? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's my that? it's my favorite fifteen. You don't have to necessarily agree with it, and the, the the reason why it's on there is because how impactful this movie was for me as a kid. And like I said, I love unsung heroes. That's what I'm all about. This kid sucked at baseball. 
has a ridiculous arm injury and now he can whip it 105 miles an hour. It's not even that. Now he can. Movie. Now he can throw the high stinky cheese. Yeah, I get the you. high stinky cheddar. You're gonna tell me that movie's better than American Pie? Oh, I forgot that that's Kevin from American it's Pie. It's Kevin from American Pie. Yeah, just keep that in mind. Okay, but he's so much better. Is also Henry Rowan Gardner. Great sports name. Oh, amazing. Fantastic sports name. Clearly a pitcher. Clearly, Clearly a pitcher. Definitely a pitcher. Definitely a pitcher. I, it's but, like just, a, but like a middle reliever. It's just great, though, that like you know he, he gets the power zapped at him in his last game, and he picks up the rosin, but he, he comes up with all these different tricks. It's like the Like Mike of baseball. It is Like Mike of baseball. Yeah, it's good. But it's it, way better than Like Mike. It is better than Like Mike. I rewatched Like Mike the other day, and it's surprisingly not as good as I remember, and I wish I hadn't have rewatched it because it kind of ruined it for me. And it probably would have been in your top 15. No. 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 That's interesting. Like Mike came out later than... Uh, than Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year, my brother really liked it a lot, so I used to watch it with him. That yeah. has more to do with it. So, like, yeah, roast me because like, I like my brother. No, okay, so what is that? Well, you're allowed to like your brother. I'm just simply saying, I mean, yeah, I mean, stuff like did you watch with your family and you watch with your friends, yeah. Yeah. that definitely has something to say on it. Um, number seven, I think we already got into it, so I won't, you know, I won't get delve too much into it. The Sandlot for me. Okay. I that at seven. My right. seven is a Rocky movie. Oh, my God. Not Rocky. Rocky Four, which I think is the best Rocky movie. We got Rocky versus even Drago, who kills Apollo Creed that in is, the ring. That is the third best Rocky movie. Maybe like what's what's number two? The second one. What? What do you mean? No. What, dude? Okay, excluding Rocky Five and the new ones that have come out after that, because those are all worse than the first four. The it best goes, part about Rocky. It goes four Rocky is the Four. Soundtrack. It goes Rocky Four, Rocky One, Rocky Three, Rocky Two. Not including Rocky Five. Yeah. So Rocky One. No. Rocky Four. It goes four, one, three, two. It goes Drago, Apollo Creed the first time, Clubber Lang, Apollo Creed the second time. It goes one, two, four, three. Eh. That's not eh. It's like, dude, like only people of our generation like that because it's just like a slobber knocker. And that's what that is. It's just like an all out brawl against Drago. Yeah. Like ridiculous... And it's America versus Russia. Like, dude, that's so, it's so top of mind. It's so. Cold War getting that back in action. You know how what much you can't say across politics, you can say across sports. It's talking about sports in a new meaning. It's a very good movie. I, I just love found that movie. point in my head as I was saying it. Sick point, dude. I mean, like, I really like that movie, but it's dude, come on. There's no way, like, he I also think okay. I, the training I, montage in the snow, amazing. It's good. It's a good montage. Drago's training montage where he's like roided out and he's just like pounding reps. Like everybody's like roided out. Looks like in that movie, it's just it's, the movie is just like muscles on top of muscles, and it's just like a brawl i mean when he kills apollo creed that sucked i mean the best part about that movie is the james brown cameo honestly yeah beginning. it's really sad when he kills apollo creed and that's why the win means that much more yeah i mean it's like and it's just like he totally blew i mean you hate to see that out of rocky i mean the first rocky is is the one it is like rocky i mean they, it was a million dollar budget pull, pull it on the gram he's done rocky Say for no. rocky Dude, tomorrow's gonna be a very fun day of polls with sports movies. Um, that was your number seven. Mm-hmm. Who you got number eight? Coach Carter. Great movie. Yeah, great movie. I have Who's, that in my top. My eight is uh, Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Yeah, a a true underdog a story. Tr- a true. I believe that's like in the title, isn't it? Arg. Yeah, <laughs> Peter. I mean, Peter. <laughs> Peter Lefleur. It's. I mean, Dodgeball is just absolutely out of out of this world. Good. Do you like Dodgeball? Whoa. You like dodgeball because they rip Lance Armstrong in that movie. That's why you like dodgeball. No, I, because if no. people listen, if, if the listeners listened last episode, they would know that Josh hates Lance Armstrong. I do hate Lance Armstrong. I really do. I did. Really, I really dislike him. Um, you got Norris. You got, you got Chuck Norris. That's true. And you got Hasselhoff in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Bateman. Jason Bateman on the ESPN ate the Ocho. Pepper needs new shorts. It's, it's just <laughs> absolutely. Every character is awesome. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Hank Azaria's cameo as young Patches is just beautiful. Oh, I forgot about that. That's good, so whole, great. Yeah. Ben, St- ben Stiller is like one of the greatest comedy villains of all time. He re- he really crushes it. We, there's a picture of me. He's like in heavyweights. He was good. Oh, but he's this so is, good in heavyweights. This oh is my like gosh, even better. Um, there's a picture of me dressed up as White Goodman for a charity dodgeball thing in college, and we'll we'll post a picture of that yeah, as well. We'll post a picture of that for yeah. sure. It's pretty funny. Sure. We could probably do like a slideshow of pictures of me and draft day, you and that. And we'll find something for Nick <laughs> yeah. too. Josh is in draft day the with movie, Kevin. Costner. I was in the movie draft day with Kevin Costner. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, Which is not on either of our top fifteen. Absolutely, it's not even my top fifty. Not a good movie. I would find movies before I put. Not that a good movie, maybe because you're in. A... No, it's because I'm not in it enough. Oh, some would say. Good point. Good Touché. point. Yep. So that's my number. My number eight yeah. is is mine's mine's Coach Carter. Fair enough. Coach Carter, Samuel L. Jackson as the head coach. 
coming into the Richmond High School, takes over the team. Um, you know, terrible team, so undisciplined, not good in the classroom. And that's where he starts it, man. He starts with the rules in the classroom. Staying in school, kids. Just, he's just like teaching kids to be teaching boys to be men. Boys to boys to men. Boys to men. That would probably be like Timo Cruz. Coach Carter, boys to men. Junior story. Battle. Lyle. Yeah. Who's uh who is it? Who's who who plays Lyle? It's Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum, a young Channing Tatum. It's one of his breakout roles. One of his breakout roles. I love you mean you love Channing Tatum in that. I mean no one else really broke out from that movie, but Coach Carter yeah. and, and Samuel Jackson. The guy that plays Kenyon actually played Ernie Davis in the Express. Oh, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Um, no, but that movie, okay, so the the basketball shown in that movie is actually really great. It is really good. Because all, all those really, guys are fantastic basketball players. They're all really good hoopers. Channing Tatum's a great athlete. Oh, yeah. Step he's it a, up. Step it up. He's a beast dancer. Not, not in my top 15. No is that way. a sports movie? Yeah. It's what do we think, Mike? Yes or no? They compete. They so compete. The they compete. So the it's intern has given us the okay because they. Compete. He gave a thumbs up. There. He gave a thumbs up there, and he just and like a, a yeah. shrug, but then he committed, yeah. which is good. I mean, you gotta. I mean, we're teaching this kid to commit mm-hmm. on the charity stripe. I mean, you know yeah. what? I mean, you know how it's done. I mean, world. our deepest fear is not that we aren't adequate. Yeah. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful, powerful beyond, beyond our measure. measure. I mean, yeah, the quote's great. Timo Cruz, man. When they when he's running suicides and everyone helps him out, and like drops and does push-ups. That's awesome. That's when you know this team is legit. Yeah. So you know, uh, number nine, who you got? Uh, another basketball movie, White Men Can't Jump. <sighs> it was so tough. I, I left that off my list. Okay. That was really tough for me, but that, that movie is great. That's another one that I watched with my with my brother. I also just, I'm the biggest Woody Harrelson fan. I think that's who you wish you were. Yeah. No offense. Yeah. No, you. that's that's like how I play on the court is like, look at me and underestimate me. That's like how it's always been my entire I life because they look at me and I'm a five foot eight white guy and like, I don't look like I'd be that good. Like, and then I just like ball on him. Yeah. And that's what he does in that movie like again I, and again. I wish I was Mark Wahlberg from The Departed, and you—he's—he's oh, he's great in that. Like, but I know I don't wish I was like Mark Wahlberg in The Departed. That's who I just wish I was as a person. That character, just him, uh, Sachin Queenum. Yeah, just kind yeah. of walking around and busting heads. That's yeah. who I wish I was as in a, a tracksuit. In a tracksuit, yeah, just yeah. not no fuck around. Like, he's great. Kill silent, kill him silent. I, but you wish you were the guy. You wish you were Woody Harrelson from My White Man Can't Jump. Yeah, that's who you wish you were, and that's a that's pretty cool. He's also the style in that. Style in that movie. You're playing on Venice Beach too. It's like the it's great. Style and clothing in that movie is unbelievable. It's great. That's like my favorite part of the movie, honestly. It's very much you. Like you like to wear that those type of clothes, yeah, like graphic tees with like bands on them and stuff like that. And then the flat, the kind of like flat bill. I'm a big band tee guy. Yeah, I'm a big band tee guy for sure. I mean, that, that, I, what's your I, what's your number nine? My number nine, and I feel like I, I mentioned this movie. I threw it out there, and you gave me a lot of shit for it. But I mean, my number nine movie is Kicking and Screaming. I think the movie, and you keep telling me that yeah. if I went back and rewatched the movie that I would think it's ass cheeks, but I don't think that's the case. I think Kicking and Screaming is an absolutely fantastic movie. Interesting. I mean, Duval Ditka, Ditka. Ditka is a great cameo in that. Ditka, not, not even a cameo, he's a character. He's a character. Yeah. Ditka is like a lead of the film and is like, and you smoking inside? No smoking. You know, he blames it on Phil Weston. Phil Weston is just a, a softy, dude. And the Finches thing is hilarious. They give it to the Italians. is mm-hmm. amazing. The Beyond somebody is like, I, we... Superhuman. If, we, have to, if yeah. we had to eat somebody, it would be Beyond something. Like, it's a great movie. And like, and you look at that I kid just, Beyonce and you're like, yo, I would never eat a human being, but if I had to eat somebody, I'd probably eat that kid. Oh, he's cute, man. Yeah, exactly. He's cute. It's a, it's like a it's like a big by Melissa. If you have to eat a kid, then you're going for sustenance. You're not going for the cute one. Yeah, but Ambrose would be a lot to take down in that movie. Yeah, he's big. I'm, I just think that Will Ferrell has come up with so many more sports movies that are better than Kicking and Screaming. I don't think... Se- semi-pro, Talladega Nights, Blades of Glory. All three, I believe, are better movies. Better movies, yes. I just love Kicking and Screaming. And the, back to the whole point, these are our top 15. And it, I love Kicking and Screaming. Of course. And it was just like a go-to for me. Yeah. Are you, you're a big coffee guy too. Does that does that part of the movie resonate with you? He's I like to, I'm not a big coffee, coffee guy anymore, honestly. I, this is of before. What of like a week ago? You stopped drinking or something? No, no, no I, I've drank like coffee like less than five times honestly the last couple of months. I've really weaned off of it. I've been drinking tea. I've yeah, okay. Tea and like honey and oatmeal. That's also the twelfth of the month, which means if you've drinking coffee five times, you're five for twelve. No, 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 no. Like, I've really, like, <laughs> I've really weaned off of it. Yeah, I've been doing well with the no coffee thing. It's been tough though. It's been taking a lot of energy out of me, but I just, I couldn't sleep with so much espresso on my body. I do think that part of the movie is really funny. The coffee. Like, I mean, every can, part of the movie, meat, he can meet first. He, it's hilarious. He can drink the coffee and knows exactly what like the roast is. Yeah, it's and really it, funny. The, the, these kids were animals. I mean, I love that movie. The way it ends, you know, with beating his dad. It's a great ending. Great ending. Um, so that's my number nine. Who do you got? Who do you got at 10 and 11? At 10 and 11, I have He Got Game at 10. Mm-hmm. 
And then at 11, I have a league of their own. Okay. I have, I have 10. I have space jam. Okay. And I have 11 at Moneyball. We've already delved into Moneyball, so we'll kind of like skip over We don't that. need to talk about it. No, we don't. No. All right, you go t- talk to me about... Uh... Space Jam? Yeah. I mean, dude. Is... Everybody get up. It's time to dance now. We got real... I mean, it's the greatest thing Sean Bradley's ever Welcome done. Welcome to the right. Space Jam. As a Mavs fan, I still have to agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the greatest thing he's done, for sure. I mean, the whole <sighs> cast is just like the Bill Murray cameo. Stop it, dude, with that. That's like what one of like... the... Why, why did they pick those five guys to be the monsters? Who? Bird, Barkley, Bradley, Ewing, and Larry Johnson, Muggsy Bogue. Bird's not in it. Bird's like, not in it. Like the Barkley, Bradley, Ewing, Larry Johnson, Muggsy you think they? I think they made those characters and then were like, who did the... No, there's no way. I they think, definitely picked I mean, the NBA we're guys seeing it, we're seeing it. We're, but we're seeing it how it's going down right now. Mm-hmm. Like not with the new with the new jam, not everybody wants to be in it. Yeah, not that's everybody's true. like psyched to be in the new Space Jam. And so like I get that, you know. But like, look at Muggsy acting's Bogues, not easy. No, it ain't it's easy. not. Muggsy Bogues and Larry Johnson, the Hornets duo, it, which was which were bumping. They were bumping at that time. This movie was mm-hmm, made. Mm-hmm. That was a great duo. I mean, it was like so one is of Barkley. Yep. One of the, I mean, Barkley is like class, and he still is today. He's like one of the best characters in NBA history, right? Sean Bradley is just massive, and Patrick Ewing at the moment, the Nick Patrick Ewing is playing on the most popular team in the world, and he had that flat top. The he's flat the top best, like he's fade the cut. Best player on the most pop. He's not Michael Jordan, obviously, no. but he's the best player on the most popular team in the world. Yeah, he was dynamite. He's, the, he's a Hall of Famer's Hall of Famer. He's a top 20 player. We don't of use all that time. word enough to describe people, but he was dynamite. Yeah, I, he was dynamite. He's a top 20 player of all time. I think we can both agree on that. Mm-hmm. So, who was the best player outside of MJ? Bugs, right? What? Oh, on the. On the on, no, Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill Murray was wet. They don't win that game without Bill Murray. Yeah. That's for sure. I mean, the whole concept, all the cartoons in it are amazing. Wayne Knight as Stan Podolak was is just great as the assistant. Space Jam's a classic. Space Jam's a classic. I mean, it's classic. a great way. It's a, Mike was playing baseball at the time, and it's a great way to just, you know, he just was still in the, he just still yeah. ran basketball. Dude. I guess I'm starting he to. He ran basketball still, even when he wasn't playing. The, I'm starting to think about it, but the movies that really resonate with me on a basketball scale are the ones that are, like, very serious about basketball. So, like, He Got Game is, like, very serious. You know, we got Denzel Washington, who's in prison. His son is Ray Allen, Jesus Shuttlesworth, who, like, it may, might be the best basketball player of all time. Jesus Shuttlesworth yeah. is probably, is he better than Mike? It's tough. It's tough. Tough. It's really it's tough. It's tough. But we got Rosaria Dawson as his girlfriend, and it's, like, this kid's journey. You, love, you really love Rosaria I'm Dawson. I'm big on Rosaria Dawson. Fair enough, man. But, uh, no, it's, like, this, this high school, you know, he's the high school phenom, his journey, like, from high school into college, all the recruitment without having a father figure there, really. But then, like, the father figure comes back. But is it just because he's back because his kid's so good at basketball? Like, that's a really good story. Yeah. And obviously, like, if Ray Allen's playing the basketball, it's going to look really realistic. So mm-hmm. that's why I love He Got Game. Mm-hmm. And then A League of Their Own, which do you have that on your list? I do. Okay. Where is it for you? 13. Okay. So 12, 13, I have, we're on your 11 right now, right? My 11. So elite. 12, 13, I have Coach Carter at 12, and okay. I have a league of their own at 13. Okay. So we already talked about Coach Carter. I guess we could squash a league of their own right now. Sure. Let's talk about Go it. Go for it. So I watched the league of their own. Like I watched those other movies with my brother. I watched the league of their own with my mom and my sister. So that's why that movie means so much to me. You got Tom Hanks as the head coach. Basically, if you haven't seen the movie, it's when um, everyone's, they're abroad for war. What? Which war is it? World War Two. It's World War Two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they um they decide to to bring women's baseball. They they, they have no choice. They, they turn they it into that, a thing because they, they need they need they have the stadiums they've got everything built and they need to make money off of these things. Mm-hmm. So they they create a league, a mm-hmm. league of their own. Yeah, and Madonna's and in it. Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell, and my favorite actor Tom Hanks is in the movie. He's amazing. He's my favorite actor. Jimmy Dougal. He he's so great in he, that movie he, too. There's no crying in baseball. He's yeah. great in that movie. Oh, dude, we could use the new. Int- we're gonna use the alternative intro oh, for this one. This with is the movies. With the movie quotes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he, Jimmy Dugan, loves tobacco. Loves tobacco. He yeah. loves tobacco. He's a tobacco fiend. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big respect for Hanks. He's in that movie. chewing like the entire time. But that movie, like when they when they trade Dottie, you know, it's really it's really sad, honestly. Yeah, really, it's about like these two sisters. Yeah, who come from like a milk farm Madonna's and get recruited great. to play. Madonna's great in that movie. She's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. But she's yeah. really she's like gritty in that movie too. Mm-hmm. You know, and the whole movie I think is just fantastic. And it's like I think for me why I loved it so much it's like one of the I, for all the movies I love were movies I didn't want to watch. I had no desire to watch. Same Hoosiers. with me. I had no desire to watch it, and I was so surprised by how much I liked. I had it. no desire to watch Rocky. I was like, I don't want to watch is i want to watch you know fucking 
Land Before Time for like the 18th time in a row. Oh, you know, the, I could do a whole entire show talking about Land Before Time. Who can't? You know, you communists can't. That's who. But the but yeah, I mean, this is like a great movie that an unexpected one. Communists. Russia was a communist country at the time when Rocky Four was made. All right, yeah, okay. that's why Rocky I mean, Four is a great movie. You know that. My number eleven was Moneyball, Ten Space Jam. So I've given you my twelve, thirteen. We've hit Coach Carter already. Who do you have at twelve, thirteen? Uh, did I mention that I like Keanu Reeves a lot? Yeah. What do you have? At, oh my God. Come on. What? What, what, do you, what do you have at 12? Hardball. Okay. Have you seen that movie? No. It's Michael B. Jordan's first movie. Keanu Reeves basically comes in and coaches this inner city um, majority black baseball team. And he leads them to a, to a championship. One of the characters on the team gets shot. And they like all rally, like in a, in a gang shooting. And they all rally around this kid. Keanu Reeves is like the begrudgingly becomes their head coach it's pretty great begrudgingly i feel like if a group if one kid got shot i mean i feel like i would no 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 no, no. They, they, they got shot like he gets shot like in like two-thirds of the way into the oh movie. So he's, he's already, already the, he's already the head coach okay so he rallies the yeah. team together there's Fair also enough. like one kid who's like he's like super he's like um what's his name in major league where he like he can't throw like he's got a he's got a cannon but he can't hit the strike zone okay i don't i don't remember major league that well enough charlie sheen's character needs glasses a wild thing yeah, yeah. You don't remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Oh, wild. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this kid, like, he's got a cannon arm, but he can't hit the strike zone. So then Keanu, but Keanu Reeves knows that he likes uh, Biggie, so he makes him listen to Big Papa while, he, like, on the mound, he's got, like, headphones on, mm-hmm. and he, like, strikes every single guy out. It's great. It's a great moment. And everyone, and then they, like, won't let him wear the, the headphones, so then everyone on the team on the diamond starts singing Big Papa, mm-hmm. and then he strikes the kid out. It's, it's an amazing moment. It's a great movie. If, I, have you never seen it? Hmm. We'll have to watch it. All right, fair enough. I'm down to watch it. Uh, what that was your number twelve? Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Thirteen for me is a classic. Rudy. Okay. Yeah, it's got a, It's not. It is not my top fifteen because it's not one of my top fifteen favorite sports movies. But it's yeah. It's a great well, movie. We were making our list, and I was like, "Did it make me cry?" Yes. So I put it on there. Rudy is just. I mean, his his best friend dies in that in that accident in the mill factory and it's like really really sad and then all the players on the notre dame team drop their jerseys for him and like because they want to get him pt the jersey drop is great it's really yeah the jersey drop it's a pivotal sports moment and then everyone's chanting his name obviously um and i feel like that happens like in high schools yeah all across all across the united states where kids one kid's name gets chanted they bring in the the kid who no nobody really wants to see play but they want to see him touch the court and then like he gets taken out in like two minutes but (laughs) What's your what's your fourteen? My fourteen is I Tanya. A I new Tanya. one. A new one. I thought that Skates movie up. Was, I thought that movie top to bottom was one of the best movies I've seen in the last couple of years. And it's a sports movie and Margot Robbie, you know, take me to church. She's great. Allison Janney is a beast. Fantastic. A beast. Yeah. And that movie is a great story and it's funny. It was gritty. It was like it reminded me of Wolf of Wall Street, which I love that movie. You know, again like a mix of Moneyball and Wolf of Wall Street. And yeah. I loved I Tanya. So it's good. It's 14. not on my top fifteen, but but Margot Robbie skated for like three months prior and like could could land like a double axle or something by she the was end of sick. it. She was yeah, sick, she did yeah. a lot of the skating in that movie, which, which is, is really impressive. Super tough. And yeah. then my number fifteen is Semi Pro because okay. I love me some Ed Monix. Yeah, I love another Woody Harrelson. Another, Woody Harrelson's class. He's so great. You know? uh, Jackie Moon is love me sexy. Is that I mean the, free corn dogs for everybody? Yeah, when he fights the bear. Come on, man. Like, how could that not be in your the top 15? poker scene might be one of my favorite scenes. When they're throwing the gun around? Yeah. <laughs> You've been <laughs> sleeping with Mrs. Pepperfield. <laughs> or saying things because they're not true. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, who are your 14, 15, closing it out? My 14 is Cool Runnings. Oh, I was so, that was like my with 16. John Candy. Yeah. yeah. My 16. I love sports movies because they bring in like a lot of guys that aren't like big a- uh, big actors. Yeah. And then throw them in there. And like then these guys become... Do they just crush it? They crush yeah. the performance and they become like really well known. Cool Runnings is just a great story about these Jamaican bob bobsledders. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhythm. So Come great. on, man, it's bobsledding. And John Candy's hilarious. And yeah, another unsung, unsung hero type of movie. When's the next Winter Olympics? Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Right, Summer Olympics are next or next year. Ah, too bad because we could have done we could have done bobsledding and luging down Melrose. It's so dangerous. It's so dangerous, but that would have been sick to get people hyped for it. Yeah. And yeah. then the charity stripe would be no more afterwards because we'd probably die. Yeah. True. But it, it yeah. would have been, talk about going out in a blaze of glory. That's what it would have been. <laughs> we'd have caused some fires on that street. Uh, and then my number 15, this is a hot take. 
stick it. It's a gymnastics movie. Oh, God. It's got it's got uh, um, Jeff Bridges in it. I mean, that's like the only savings. Great. I have not honestly, not, I've not seen that movie either. I've not stick seen... it. It's fantastic. It's another one that you have to see, Josh. I'm telling you. I'll I'll watch Hardball. Watch Stick It, and I could probably bet you my nutsack that, that they wouldn't be, be in your top 15. 15. Absolutely not. I could bet you 20 million shekels. That they, they do. They throw up the 15. they throw up the horn. She throws up the horns. Every single time she sticks it. Is she a longhorn? She's from Texas. That's why she does it. That's okay. Maybe be my top 30, but not, come on, man. I'm not going to like, there's like movies that I really had a tough time. Like Cinderella man was super tough for me to leave out. Field of dreams was tough. Yeah. I mean, it's your favorite top 15 movies. What can I say? Yeah. It's tough. It was hard. Jerry Maguire. That's a hard one to leave out. Maguire is a tough one to leave out, especially in the heels of Justin Bieber challenging Tom Cruise to a fist fight, which has got to be, what are you thinking? Dude, have you not seen anything ever like this guy? Tom would, Cruise does all of his own stunts. Tom Cruise would literally murder him. Beebs is a good athlete. I don't care. I'm just I'm throwing that out there. He's a I good athlete. I don't care. Like I don't. I don't. Care. E- I, I don't either. He's gonna get his ass kicked. Murder. He's got. He's got more. If we were like breaking down, like in boxing, they break down like you know. The, the, the they, reach and the height. It's like, Bieber's it's like, got him in height. Bieber's got him in reach for the sure. The guy is a Scientologist. He's, he's gonna fucking kill he's, him. He's dude. crazy. He's yeah. crazy. He's got. He does all his own stunts, and his stunts are nuts. He went on Oprah and he jumped on a couch. Jumped up and down on a couch. That guy's. He's madman. He's a madman. He is not afraid to put somebody in a body bag. We've seen it on camera. And Tom Cruise would wipe the floor with JB. He's he's a uh, Mission Impossible. All of them. Every like, he's been in every one of them. By the way. He would he would kick Jay Beebs' ass. I'd kill him. I honestly think that Jay Beebs' wife could beat him up. Haley Baldwin. She's got she's she, she's giant. She's like five eleven. That's dude. what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, Beeb, that's a, it's it was a mistake to call him out. Like go, Miguel go. Miguel could beat up Jay Beebs. Yeah, our intern could beat up Justin Bieber. Go I mean, easily, just, easily. Like easily. he would he would wipe the floor with him handily, handily. And I think why did just go fight Soldier Boy or something? Like why does it have to be like you should fight DJ Khaled? Yeah, yeah, I got like his best shot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and those are our top 15 favorite sports movies. We got to give you Nikki Snacks, Kreider's favorite ones. Here we go. Nikki Snacks, Kreider's favorite sports Number movie. Number one. Number one, Major League. Number two is Caddyshack. Number three is Field of Dreams. Number four is Friday Night Lights. Number five is Cool Runnings. Six, he's got Dodgeball. Seven, The Natural. Eight, Remember the Titans. Nine, Bad News Bears. Ten, Mr. 3000. Eleven, Happy Gilmore. Twelve, A League of Their Own. Thirteen, Joanna Man. <laughs> Fourteen, The Water Boy. And Love fifteen, Water Warrior. This is actually not that basic. It's, Mr. 3000, I like that movie a lot. He, Nick Nick has some like some staples on there, and yeah. then he has ones that are clearly his favorites. Yeah, he's not Joanna afraid Man, how did that end up on I don't know. But the Water Boy is like a good one. But like, Great that's, one. Yeah, Warrior's a good, also a fantastic it's a good call. movie. But he's got a lot of baseball in there. I think he's got what? He's got one, he's got two, three, four. The Natural is like one that a lot of people five, have in their top he's got, 15. He's got six baseball movies in there. I feel like anyone that's over the age of 35 probably has The Natural in their top 10. What's, what movies are better, baseball or boxing movies? Um... Boxing movies. I, I think. think it's close, though. I think it's close. Depth wise, it's like. Are those the most. Like, they've made the most baseball and boxing movies, I would say, out mm-hmm. of any other sports. The easiest to make, I think. For sure. Football's tough. The Fighter is another good boxing movie. Yeah, it's really good. He didn't have that in there. I thought he would. But yeah, those are his top 15. And then those are our top 15 list for the Charity Stripe podcast members. Um, and then we'll close out the show with a little finals talk. Um, the Warriors hung on. Unfortunately, Kevin Durant got injured and they needed all of his points, all 11 of his points. Mm-hmm. Um, we may not even see him till late next year, which it's, it's tough unfortunate. Yeah, he underwent surgery today. It's a really tough injury. I mean, look at DeMarcus Cousins lost pretty much a lot of the year. Yeah. Would you, and you, even coming back now, he is clearly not the same DeMarcus Cousins, although he did. He had some very impactful minutes as well in the last sure. game. Would you still give Kevin Durant a four-year max contract? No. Neither would I. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I do. I, it's too. It's too risky. He's it's, over thirty. He can't do it, man. I'm sorry. I, it really doesn't even. It doesn't have anything to do. With, I mean, the age. The only reason why that's a factor to me is because of the injury. Mm-hmm. Right. Not everybody. It's not can. because he's thirty-two. If he was thirty-two and he hadn't gotten injured, then of course, give it to him. Other than Tommy John surgery, which is an anomaly in sports, right? There's got what guys in basketball other than Paul George have come back from serious leg injuries and foot injuries, and that was Achilles. Have come back and been as good as they were. I think listen, Kevin yeah. Durant is the best player in the world, but and he's going to get the best help in the world. Yeah, he is. But like, let's see how like everyone's like ready for Oladipo and, and Kristaps to come back and be back to normal. Like, can <sighs> you really yeah. assess that's going to happen? I just, I mean, I want him to be back to normal as fast as possible because I just enjoy watching him play that much. 
I, I just don't, I can't conceivably see Kevin Durant after tearing his Achilles come back and be the same Kevin Durant of old. Really? He may have to change his game a little bit. I think he'll, I think he's good enough where his game can change. Like Paul George, such a good shooter that Paul I think George's it, game changed a little yeah. bit, a lot. Yeah. Paul George's game changed. Right, a he's lot. no longer recklessly going into the lane and jumping. Absolutely and not. On but he's, he's such a good shooter that that you know he's been able to adjust. I think Kevin Durant's the same way. I just you're going to give that guy a four year, five year max deal. He may have to take a two year deal with the Warriors, like rest this next season, mm-hmm. then play the year after that, and then mm-hmm. go into free agency as a 33 year old and hopefully get the LeBron James treatment. It's possible. But like, look at LeBron. LeBron got a four-year max deal from the Lakers, and he played in the first year of the max deal. He played fifty-something games. Yeah. And you, you think that's like an anomaly? You think that it's gonna he's gonna play more and more games at the age, age 35, 36, 37 like seasons? Like that's not that's not how the sports works, man. Your body is like like Brady is is a conundrum. Jamie Moyer like wasn't like playing at the highest level, but pitching to forty-nine is a, is a conundrum. It's, it's why it's like guys don't do it. Pools has broken down. Right, Pools is broken down, and we're talking about a guy who is like arguably the best hitter in a ten-year span of all time has broken down. Or just like look, if guys continue to play in the league after they've had a big injury, or they play in the league for a really long time, like a guy like Bartolo Colon, like look at how he pitches. Yeah. Right, he's throwing just like junk, yeah. absolute junk. Yeah, but yeah. he still managed to stay in the league because he changed the way that he played the game. He's, yeah, Paul George has been successful in changing the way he's played the game. But uh, other than Adrian Peterson in the NFL, guys like it's so tough for guys to come right. back from these major injuries. Luckily, in, in basketball, you're not getting hit every single play, but you are on your feet every single play, and you're putting your your feet and your legs in awkward positions all the time. And clearly, then, as we saw, as he oh, re-injured that, the injury, but it wasn't even like an awkward position. He just jabs that, planted his foot down. He planted his foot to make a pivot move. And that was it. That's all it took. He wasn't ready to come back, and he put his foot down, and then it popped. Listen, I, I mean, like Z Rosa, like Z Rosa wasn't doing anything. Look, wild. these guys, these guys, Paul have, George wasn't doing anything. These guys are the best crazy. trainers in the world. If they said that he was ready to play on unrestricted minutes, then like, I, what can you do 100%. about that? He wasn't. I don't think it's like. Listen, he wasn't a hundred. I just, I, I, I don't think that if he wanted to play, and they said that he can play, then let him play. He's know. too much of a competitor. These guys think that. I, I they can do he, things that normal humans cannot do. I don't do. think he should have played. You don't think he should have played? No. That's that. How can you say that? Because I don't think because he, he was because I if, don't think if, he was ready to play. Then you have never played a sport competitively in your entire life. But dude, that's not. But that's my point is, is if like, you, it doesn't matter. He's he's Kevin Durant. You're not gonna you're gonna tell him no. But look where he is now. He's not gonna play next year. Yeah, but at least he can go down saying that he he played without regret. Play without regret and like yes and no. I mean, guys, like it's not like you're sitting out like a like a college. Look, if you're an elite athlete, you that. don't think that injury is ever going to happen to you. You've never thought that. You've never thought anything could hinder you from being the best you could be ever. Like, and Clay, that's why they are who they are. I think Clay Thompson was more ready to play in Game Four than Kevin Durant was ready to play in Game Five, and Kevin Durant still went out there and played. And look, what he didn't even make it to the second quarter. It's not like he played and it got injured at the end of the game. Everything they did out like, on the court up until that point, though, looked pretty normal Kevin Durant he looked to me. Fun. He looked good. I'm not saying he, looked, he didn't look bad. He didn't look slow. He, he was literally crushing it. But I just don't think he I don't, I don't think he was ready to go. And I think that he, they listened to the people and he listened to the people, which is not his fault that people are getting on him about like sitting out. But I just don't think he was ready to play. And he, listen, he obviously is hungry and competitive and wants to go out there and win his third title, and you can't really blame him for doing that, but at the same time... Now, I mean, what's, what do you play for as an NBA player? You play for, you play to win the game. You play to win championships. You play to win the game, but it, I, 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 sometimes... If your team is going to go down and you think that you can benefit your team to win a championship, then you you fucking play. Yeah, listen, if they win, because, if they win it's going to be because of those 12 minutes he played in the game. It could be. Because I think I don't think they, I don't think they're gonna lose three games at Oracle. I think that's that's what I want to get into. I think it's kind of crazy that people think they're gonna lose a third game at Oracle. I think that would be huge. I don't care. Like if Boogie Cousins is playing, Clay's playing, Draymond's playing, and obviously Steph. I mean that's it's. I mean I think we're looking at another close game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the game's gonna be close. I mean it'll be close, but I also think that like this team. They can jump to a 15-point lead in an instant. Yeah, they're too dangerous. But, the, I mean, the Raptors have played so well defensively. They just right. kind of close out the game. I thought if the Raptors were going to win on a buzzer beater, it had to have been if God— Look, the if, defensive game plan adjustments that the Warriors have made on Kawhi are fantastic. Putting Clay on him at the end of the game. While it, like, putting Clay on him, doubling him so he can't go one-on-one with guys. Mm-hmm. Make— Make Kyle Lowry hit a three. Make him do that. But Kyle Lowry... Kyle Lowry's a great shooter. If the basketball guys want, wanted the Raptors to win, I think it had to have been the OG Raptor, K-Low, to win it for them. 
And he yeah, well, he fucking blew it, and now he I hit don't the th- side of the backboard on has, a game winner. It has reaffirmed. It did not get blocked, me, Miguel. It has reaffirmed to me that Kyle Lowry and the Raptors will not be winning because if it were to happen, it would have to have been Kyle Lowry, not Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. So you think that the Warriors, the basketball gods, have spoken? Yeah, and I think that the Warriors I mean, are going to come back and win the entire thing. I, I said they were going to come back last show, and they won the game five in Toronto. I think they're going to win game six in Oracle, and I think when it goes to game seven, I think it's anybody's game. Look, someone we were watching at a bar, and someone with like three and a half minutes left goes, "I, I think they they went down by like six or something like that," mm-hmm. and they go, "Oh, it's over," and then in like forty seconds, they went. They scored, Steph yeah, hit a three. Clay yeah, hit a three. Yeah, Steph hit a three. People don't know. We say this on the show all the time. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, for that matter, of two of the five best players in the NBA, that if you're down five or up five, in 90 seconds, you could be up 14 or up four. They could change the point game with nine points in 90 seconds. Here's what has to happen, though, for the Warriors to win the next two games. Andre Iguodala has to be very impactful. Fair. On the offensive side of the ball. Okay. He has to score 10 10 points in each game. I need 10 points out of Quinn Cook, too. Okay, he can he can supplement as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I just Iguodala gets more gets more minutes. Fair. So he'll be on the court more. Um. Yeah. I think that's really important to me. I need because a healthy. I, I need a healthy Kevon Looney. I don't expect Steph Curry, and I need Demarcus Cousins to not make terrible, terrible turnovers. Yeah, that's like been killing them. It's yeah. not his play. His, his ability. He's just to... a, he's just a half step behind right now. He's a little slow, and because yeah. of that, his passes are not as sharp. I mean, he's his been ball handling's been weak sauce in the paint. Yeah, his his, his rebounding's been been pretty good. His point, his ability to finish has been weirdly good. Yeah, he's finished really well around the rim. I just think the dunk he had, the putback dunk he had, which got called back for goaltending, which I don't really agree with, was really great. And he's just he just I feel like he's once he gets inside the key, he's been losing the ball a lot. Yeah, look, he had that he had that uh, offensive goaltend. Then he had a offensive foul on a screen and then he had a turnover which yeah. you cannot have in the last three minutes of the game no he was the offensive that was a bad play the moving screen was bad yeah. and that was blatantly a moving screen right in front of the ref yeah. yeah not good not a good heads up okay play. so we think the Warriors are winning the next game and then you think they're going to go to Oracle and, and win in game 7 or, sorry you think they're going to go to Toronto. Toronto and win in game 7 yep I do what do you think I don't know I don't know what I've do never been so unsure in my entire life yeah, well, pick something. Um, pick something. Pick I want. Something, I'm going to be rooting something, for the Warriors. Pick pick I want something. the Warriors to win. I'm rooting for the Warriors to win too because the entire season I've made it kind of clear I'm very anti-Toronto more than ever, and it's not because I don't like Kyle. It's not because of the players. It's because I dislike the way they treated Demar Derozan. Hmm. I dislike the way they treated Demar Derozan. I thought that was. I thought that was a top three, most cold-hearted thing I've seen in basketball in the last five years. Number two being Blake Griffin's trade, but that doesn't really matter because the Clippers. You know what? I think the Clippers would have could have been really. I mean, I guess like the other the flurry of trades they made. It's tough to say, but that Clippers team would have been a lot better with Blake Griffin on it. I mean, they wouldn't have had a couple other guys because they, you know, they did get something from. They got Tobias Harris, mm-hmm. but who they ended up flipping Tobias Harris for Shermet and, and others in Philly. That being said, I mean, I just, I think the Blake Griffin thing was cold-hearted, and honestly, the Isaiah Thomas thing was cold-hearted, but it was a little less cold-hearted because he was kind of done. Yeah, and they knew that. Also, it was like there was nothing Demar Derozan did wrong. Blake yeah. Griffin, Blake Griffin had gotten them to this point and not executed multiple times. Yeah, and I think the kind of, I think the team had kind of grown weary of him, right. as a player, and he's a bit more vocal of a guy in the media. Yeah, and I think the team had kind of grown weary of him because I don't, I can't imagine. Like as good as Tobias Harris is, I feel like they could have gotten a better deal for him, but I kind of feel like they wanted to cast him off in Detroit. I love your like passion about this in regards to Demar Derozan. He did nothing wrong. Demar Derozan, he's never, he really one hasn't of done my much ten wrong favorite ever. players in the game. Yeah, it's unfortunate, and but I mean, clearly the, it was the right decision. Because he is the reason. About he is the reason. He's the reason the Raptors had even. They were the number one team in the Eastern Conference last year, and it was because he was playing MVP level basketball. It's top five in MVP voting last year, right? We were th- in the. There was at one point like, oh my god, this guy might be the MVP. Mm-hmm. He was absolutely out of this world good. So and I, you know okay, what? So we both have Warriors in seven. Yeah, I'm rooting for the Warriors for sure. I, I'm, I'm. It's a legacy thing too. I like. I think that how amazing would it be for this team to have, you know, been up three one and then to lost to got, to lo- to lose a championship to Cleveland and then to you know three years later do the exact same. And thing And this is crazy because I, I a year ago I was so anti Golden State. I've kind of always been 
rooting for them. Mm-hmm. I know you. I have. just I just enjoy watching them play. Like no one can watch them and tell me that they're not exciting to play. Yeah. Exc- exciting to watch. My my opinion. They rip a changed. bunch of threes. That's f- fucking awesome. Yeah, and they're good. At, they're best. They're the best at it. Honestly. Yeah. Splash right. Bros in seven. Splash Bros in seven, and that's our top fifteen movie list. And the fans out there, swing on a full count, drag both feet inbounds, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs because they free. Tune into some movies and grab some popcorn and hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they are free. We out you. We love you. To believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube